0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm a Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series sponsored jointly by Skillsoft and Stoneturn, entitled A Partnership of Products and Services for Your Compliance Program. In this podcast series, we consider the code of conduct to risk assessments to continuous improvement in a best practices compliance program with representatives of Skillsoft and Stone Turn. I know you'll enjoy it. And now a word about our two sponsors. Skillsoft. Skillsoft's compliance solutions provide legal ethics and workplace safety training through a full suite of customizable compliance training options. Skillsoft partners with industry leading subject matter experts to develop accurate and engaging courseware and videos available in over 30 languages learn more about how Skillsoft can help your organization meet regulatory requirements and mitigate risk, visit skillsoft.com backslash compliance. Stone turn. Who do you turn to when you need assistance navigating the emerging risks from the pandemic for enhancing your compliance program? Who do you turn to for on-demand compliance resources and expertise? Turn to us. Stone turn. Since 2004, council corporations and government agencies have turned to global advisory firm Stone Turn when facing their greatest challenges. Make Stone Turn the first place you turn for advice on regulatory risk and compliance issues, investigations, and business disputes. Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox, and today I have with me Charlie Volker. Charlie is Director of Compliance Products at Skillsoft. Charlie, first of all, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today.
1: Well, thanks very much, Tom. It's a pleasure to be with you.
0: Charlie, what does your role entail at Skillsoft?
1: Uh, My role at Skillsoft uh, really has two two major components, the first of which is I'm responsible for the content of our legal compliance solution, Um, and the other part of the role uh, involves working with our customers to help them to define Uh, their compliance training programs based on the products and and services that we offer here at Skillsoft.
0: Charlie, as you know, within the past six weeks, we've had two uh, significant releases of information from the Department of Justice and the Securities and Exchange Commission around corporate compliance programs and the FCPA. In June, we had the 2020 update to the evaluation of corporate compliance programs. And one of the things that struck me about that release was of the importance of a risk assessment to all aspects of your compliance program. I wanted to maybe start with your thoughts about how a risk assessment can inform code of conduct training going forward.
1: Sure. Uh, I would say there's a direct link between the risk assessment and code of conduct training. Um, you know, the risk assessment, like you said, Tom, it informs the content of the company's code of conduct itself by really identifying the the topics and the issues that relate to the risks that the organization faces. you know, that's given the nature of the business and, and the markets that they're in. Now, those topics and issues in turn are, you know, obviously what make up the code training for the organization. And this is for good reason. When you look at the code training as the foundation of really all of the compliance training to be delivered within the organization, um, you know, you, you realize that everybody in the company needs to be familiar, even if only at a high level with the risks that the company faces day to day. So by aligning the code training with the results of the risk assessment, you can ensure that the right content, the right messaging is being presented as part of that foundational code training.
0: Charlie, let me perhaps take a step back and ask you why you feel the code of conduct is so foundational to a compliance program in general.
1: Well, as I mentioned, Tom, you know, the, the code of conduct is a way of capturing the, the risks and the issues that the organization faces. Um, you know, these are the major concerns that that the organization has in terms of the type of business it's in, where it's operating, uh, and, and other factors of that nature. So, by, by capturing those major issues within a training experience that is delivered across the organization and to all employees, it really helps to level set everybody within the company in terms of you know, what are those issues that are sort of top of mind for the company? Uh, what are the areas that, as an employee, you, know, you need to be focused on and, and sort of keep in the back of your mind? Um, and, and in addition, you know as an employee, where do you go to get help? and more information. Um, you know, the code of conduct obviously is, is a source of that information. Um, and in many cases, it will point to other policies or procedures or other resources um, that also serve to provide that that support that employees might need as they go about their day-to-day business.
0: Charlie, you identified several things that I think are critical about the code of conduct, obviously foundational, obviously something that needs to be known across the organization. But if I can maybe move to the code of conduct training itself, you mentioned uh, communicating to people how to raise concerns, how to speak up. How do you uh, advocate uh, reaching uh, what can be thousands of different, different people who are employees that could be literally across the globe in a multinational corporation on this very foundational document in the form of code of conduct training?
1: Well, Tom, at the, at the risk here uh, of, um, of being a little biased uh, towards Skillsoft, obviously, you know, we're an e-learning provider. Um, and, and one of the, the major areas of value that, that we bring to um, the organizations that we partner with in terms of compliance training is the ability to leverage that online training experience for uh, populations of employees that may be, you know, far flung across the globe. Um, you know, online training uh, has many benefits, but one of the, the major ones, certainly is the ability to get a consistent message across to every employee, regardless of their location, uh, regardless of their preferred language. You know the, the ability to deliver content online um, helps to overcome a lot of those geographical and in some cases even cultural differences. Um, that are significant challenges if a company were to look at other forms of training. You know, for example, uh, you know, instructor-led uh, live training sessions.
0: Charlie, would it be a fair statement or fair assessment to s- suggest that uh, everyone needs code of conduct training, but for more general compliance training, you might be able to segregate it into gatekeepers, those at high risk, and employees you need to be generally aware but may not need the specifics of certain components of the compliance program?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and really, that, that's exactly uh, the sort of approach that we recommend to, to our customers uh, here at Skillsoft. Uh, because, you know, what we recognize is that, as you said, Tom, the code of conduct training provides that sort of foundational level, general awareness level understanding of, uh, of the issues. Um, but that's not enough necessarily uh, for everybody within the organization. You know, there is the need for in-depth training that's delivered to those employees who, because of maybe their job role, their their location, or other factors, are more likely to encounter uh, those risks that are identified in the risk assessment and that are reflected in the code of conduct itself. And so, you know, again, you, using the risk assessment as sort of the driving force uh, behind this effort you can identify those employees who are at higher risk of, in, of encountering those challenges and then providing them the additional training that um, that, that offers a more in-depth discussion of, of the issues that they may be facing.
0: If I could now turn back to the risk assessment and how you spoke about how a company could use a risk assessment to inform its code of conduct training. Do those same steps apply for uh, more general or more focused compliance training, as well.
1: Uh, absolutely, it would, Tom. Um, you know the the risks that are identified in the assessment, uh, you know, are are the risks that apply throughout the organization and to to the employees who, on a day to day basis, are are sort of encountering those business situations where the challenges arise. Um, so, you know, in our view at Skillsoft, you know, our thought is that code of conduct training is valuable to give everybody. Uh, In the organization, just enough information to be dangerous, so to speak. Um, But then it's still those same risks um, that that require the follow up training for employees based on those factors that we just talked about, where they may have a greater exposure to the the concerns and and, uh, the challenges that that risk assessment uh, has, has brought to the fore.
0: Charlie, when you work with a client, uh, do you ask them or or get information from them uh, that they may have garnered in their risk assessment, or other information that allows you to tailor the training for their employees as necessary?
1: Absolutely, whenever possible, uh, you know we we certainly recommend that the the customer would rely on the results of that risk assessment to help inform you know their approach in determining uh, you know what the appropriate mix of content would be um, you know, relative to the audience they're trying to target and relative to the risks that they've uncovered. Um, you know, Obviously, the risk assessment is useful for many other aspects of the overall compliance program within an organization, uh, but certainly it's critical for the training component of that program, which, in order to be effective, needs to focus on the actual risks and challenges that the organization faces.
0: Another one of the components of the evaluation update was the need for a corporate compliance uh, professional or a CCO type to utilize data. But it didn't stop at data. They talked about information. Is there a way that you're able to work with clients to garner data from the compliance training that they can in, then use to inform the ongoing uh, Improvement of their compliance program?
1: Yeah, certainly. I mean, you know, we see, um, particularly within the, uh, the FCPA resource guide, an emphasis on, you know, not only tailoring um, the compliance program to the company's specific business and risks, um, but also that there's a need for a dynamic and evolving uh, program, you know, as the business and the markets are changing. And so, one of the benefits uh, that training can help to provide is sort of a feedback mechanism that can be used in conjunction with the risk assessment to determine a couple of things. You know, one is, are, are there emerging risks that perhaps we weren't aware of, you know, that, that need to be taken into consideration for uh, making modifications to the, to the program, to adapt it to what we're seeing? Um, and, and it also helps to evaluate whether the training and the program in general um, are, are having an effect, you know, are reducing violations or are resulting in, say, for example, additional reports to a hotline because now employees are aware that certain behaviors that they've been seeing for some time are actually counter to what the organization's policy might say on that issue. Uh, and so there are some metrics that you can gather that directly result from the training that can help you to uh, to improve the program and and keep it you know evolving as as is suggested.
0: So, in summary, uh, can I say that with tailored and effective compliance training and code of conduct training, you can actually use the information garnered from your training as continuous um, monitoring and more importantly, continuous improvement that you loop back into your compliance program.
1: Absolutely, yeah, that, that's certainly uh, you know one of the benefits. Uh, of, of online training as well, because it provides you a centralized location of being able to report on that sort of data. So you can have a direct feed from the results of your compliance training program that can help you to inform um, you know potential modifications to uh, to the program as you move forward.
0: Charlie, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time, but I was wondering if listeners wanted more information on Skillsoft or any of the uh, training topics we've talked about in this podcast, where could they go?
1: Absolutely. They're welcome to uh, visit our website at uh, skillsoft.com. We have information specifically there um, on the compliance solution, both legal compliance as well as our workplace safety and health solution. Uh, So a lot more detail available there if uh, they'd like more information.
0: Well, Charlie, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to visit with me and I look forward to continuing the conversation.
1: Same here, Tom. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of our special five-part podcast series on the products and services for your compliance program, sponsored jointly by Skillsoft and StoneTurn. I have linked to the StoneTurn and Skillsoft website in the show notes, so check out those websites for more information. Additionally, if you enjoyed today's podcast, I want to let you know about an upcoming webinar both Skillsoft and Turn are hosting. The webinar entitled Evolving Your Compliance Program will be held on Wednesday, September 23. And we'll explore how companies are leveraging data and information to improve and evolve their compliance programs. Check out the show notes in this episode to sign up, register, and obtain more information. I hope you'll join us again for another episode of this special five-part series which is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to visiting with you again.